Today's daf is Nedarim daf Lamed. And we are at the Mishnah, seven lines from the bottom of Daf Lamed Omid Aleph. Today's Daf is being learned, Le'ilu Nishmas Chaim Malazar, Ben Yibadu L'chaim, Reb Shem So we're moving along in the third parak of Mesachtas Nedarim, which up until this point, for the most part, discussed the Arba Nedarim Shehitiru Chachamim. I say for the most part because yesterday's Daf, yesterday's epic Daf, really was focused on a little bit of a different topic. But regardless, from the Mishnah that we're going to learn right now on Daflamid, and really on and off, till Kimat, the end of the Masechta, the Mishnayas and the Gemaras are going to discuss a very, very important topic within Masechta's Nadarim, albeit a new topic. And that is, the rule is, B'nadarim, when a person makes a neder, halach achad lashem The way we teach the words of the neder are based on what people in the gas mean when they use those words. Background. A neder, a shvua, a naziris, a cheirem, archal, by a person uttering the neder, the shvua, the cheirem, or the naziris that he, he wants should be chal. And the pirish of the neder, shvua, etc., is based on the pirish amilis. It's based on what those words mean. In fact, we saw already in some of the Gemaras that we learned that if a person says that although I said this, I meant that, dvarim shabalev enam dvarim, unless there's an umdun of the muchach, such as in Nidre Havai, we're going to assume that whatever the understanding of the definition of those words are, that's what the Pirish Amilas are going to be, and that's what's going to be Chal. So here's the question. What happens if a person uses a word and the definition of the word is somewhat ambiguous? Better. What if the word in the Torah means one thing, but in Mishnah maybe it means something else, in Gemara maybe it means a third thing, and when people talk in the Shtibol it means a fourth thing. So how do we determine what the definition of that word is going to be? And the answer is very, very short. It's uh, one line that the Gemara is going to quote for the first time, three lines from the bottom of Daf Lamed on the base, today's Daf, it's going to be quoted again and again and again throughout the Masechta, and that is when it comes to Nedarim Holach Achaloshem Reyadam. So we care less about what the Torah's definition of the word is, we care more about what people mean when they use those words. And really, once you know this rule, you know the background to a lot about what we're going to learn, like the Mishnayis and like the Gemaras in the coming weeks. However, Chazal did feel that it was important for us to have a Kitzah Shulchan Aruch and for people to know what the Lashem Bnei Adam is of certain words. And if you think about it, it's almost an oxymoron because the whole Tachlis of Mishnayis and Gemara is for us to know Halacha. Here, the Halacha is not really rooted in Halacha. It's rooted in Lashem Bnei Adam, what people think. So it's almost like we're the ones that are supposed to write these Mishnayis. We're supposed to tell you what these things mean. It's a Ha'ara. Stating that the Misadre, Hamishnah, and the Brises, and all the Amiram and the Yeshivas, they harvid and wrote bleta and bleta of Gemara that talk about what the Lashem Bnei Adam is for certain terms, and it begins really with the Mishnah that we're going to learn right now. If somebody makes a nether, he's not going to have Hana from people that are Yorde Hayam. The Ran says these are people that go on ships, they go on voyages, these are people that go Me'everliyam. Says the Mishnah, this person's allowed to have Hana from some. 
someone that's an Ashrei Yoshve Yabusha. He's someone that doesn't feel the need to be from the Yardei Ayam, but rather he's someone that's Yoshve Yabusha. Yoshve Yabusha. If somebody makes the nether, he's not going to have enough from someone that's Yoshve Yabusha. Someone that is a settler on dry land. Awesome Yardei Ayam. He's not allowed to have enough from Yardei Ayam. So someone that makes the nether, he's not going to have enough from Yardei Ayam. Can have an from Yoshve Yabasha. However, if somebody makes a nether, he won't have an from Yoshve Yabasha. He cannot have an Yordayam. What's the reason? Yordayam, Bichlal Yoshve Hayabasha. Because Yordayam are included in Yoshve Hayabasha. And the Ran says, because even any person that's from the Yordayam, but at some point he's going to come back to dry land, he's not going to spend the rest of his life at sea. And being that all Yordayam are also. Yoshve Yabasha, so Bechlal Masayamana in the term Yoshve Hayabasha is also Yerdeyayam. However, not all Yoshve Yabasha are Yerdeyayam. Therefore, if someone makes a nether of Yerdeyayam, but Yoshve Yabasha, if somebody makes a nether of Yoshve Yabasha, he's going to be Asner, me Yerdeyayam. And then the Mishnah concludes rather cryptically, Loike Elum. When we say Yardayam, we don't mean people that are going to take a ferry and they're going to go from Akko to Yafi. But what we mean is people that are darker Lafarish. They go on a far way. There was Machlokes Rav Papa and Rav Acha Bereder Rav Ika. How to explain the last line of the Mishnah? One of the Amirim said that that last line of the Mishnah was going back on the Rish. The Mishnah the other of the Amiram said that it was actually going back to explain the safe of the Mishnah. Man, the Tani Arisha, the one that had it under Arisha, Masni Hachi. This is the way you're supposed to read the Mishnah. The Arisha, the Mishnah said, If somebody makes a nether, he's not going to have Hanah from Yardei Ayam. He's allowed to have Hanah from Yardei Ayam. Clearly implied from the Mishnah, although it's not Mephorish in the Mishnah, but it's obvious that he's not allowed to have Hanah from the Yardei Ayam. Says the Mishnah, being the Farish, the ratio, what's the definition of Yerdei Ayam? When we say that this person who is Noidim Yerdei Ayam is not let have know from Yerdei Ayam, we don't mean someone that goes from Akkadi Yafoy, because he is not considered Yerdei Ayam, he's considered Yerdei Ayam. What we mean is Yerdei Ayam is people that go away on a far land. In other words, this land. Last line of the Mishnah is qualifying the Resha, and really it's saying a big kula. So, what is the definition of Yardayam? Only people that are dark on the forest, but people that go on small trips, such as that would not be considered Yardayam. Man de Masnea Seifo, the one of the Amiran that had that last line as not explaining the ratio, but rather as explaining the Seifo. Masnea Hachi, this is the way he reads the Mishnah. No, you demi Yoshe Yabosha, If somebody makes a nether, he's not going to have a no from Yoshe Yabosha. He's also not allowed to have a no from Yerde Hayam. And what's the reason? The Mishnah said because Yerde Hayam are also Yoshe Yabosha. On that, the Seifo, the Mishnah said, When we say that Yerde Ayam are considered Yerde Yabasha. We don't only mean people that take small trips. Even people that take long trips, even they're considered to be Yoshve Yabasha, and the reason is because eventually they're going to make it back to Yabasha, and because they're going to make it back to Yabasha, therefore they're included in Yoshve Yabasha. And if that's the case, then the Seifa 
or this last line of the Mishnah is saying a chumrah. It's not saying a kula. It's saying a chumrah that when we say that someone that's noyde miyoyich ve'yabasha, he's awesome miyardeyayam, you should know we don't just mean people that take small trips, but what we're referring to is people that take long trips as well. Either way, there's a long run here. We're not going to go through it inside, but just the topic that the run is discussing is twofold. Number one, when we say someone that's yarde hayam, we don't mean people that go on vacations. We don't, pe- we don't mean people that take cruises. What we're referring to are people that go on business. That was the Lashen Bnei Adam of Yardei Hayam. Again, this is all in the Lashen Bnei Adam. So you want to know what the Lashen Bnei Adam of Yardei Hayam is? These are people that they go away for Parnasa. And they are who the Mishnah means when they say, Then the Ram brings a Yerushalmi that clears an interesting Ibaya. This is some lumdis as it relates to the Sugya. What happens if somebody makes a nether that he won't have enough from Yerdeyayam, but he says, After 30 days, meaning for the next 30 days, I'm going to have enough from everybody, but after 30 days, I'm being makabal that I'm not going to have enough from Yerdeyayam. Now, there were people that were Yarde Ayam at the time that he made the nether. However, when the 30 days came, so this person of the Yarde Ayam, he retired, he got a new job, and he's no longer of Yarde Ayam. Now he's from the Yoshve Yabash. Clares the Yerushalmi. What's that lach? Is it going to be us or is it not going to be us? What's the Shailah? The crux of the Shailah is when a person makes a nether today, but the nether is chal tomorrow. Do we look at the situation and the circumstances at the time that he made the nether? Or do we look at the circumstances and the situations based on the time that the nether was chal? Do you go boss to the shas amirasa nether? Or do you go boss to the shas chaloisa nether? And uh, Ran brings from the Rajba that really it's totally in a sugi later, Mesachtis Nadarim, let's negeya the laws of Hafaras. This is already a little bit of a lumdish shaila that's negeya. This Mishnah, which really at the end of the day, it's simply totally in the Lashem Bnei Adam of what it means when we say Yerde Ayam and what it means when we say Yerde Ayam. Somebody makes a nether, he's not going to have enough from quote Roye Hachama. So the Allah is Aser Af He also can have enough from someone that's a Sumo, someone that can't see. Meaning, at first glance, you would think that if he said, I'm not going to have enough from people that are Roye Hachama, I won't have enough from people that see the sun. A Sumo can't see. So if he can't see, he shouldn't be included. No, even Sumanar Aser Shalein Eschaven Zeh because the way we teach again in the world of is not someone that could see the sun but someone that the sun can see him a summa can't see but a summa can be seen and being that the chama sees the summa so therefore he's included in Roya chama so one says my timer why would you assume that Again, we have sugiyas understanding the Lashem Adam. but why is it that we would assume that means People that the sun sees, as opposed to people that see the sun. So the Gemara says, Because if you meant that you won't have enough from people that see, why are you talking about the Chama? What you should have said was, that I won't have enough from Ryan, people that see. You didn't say that. What you said was, Why is the sun getting involved in this conversation? What does sun do? What Shaykh is the sun? Oh, must be, the sun is the punchline. And you mean not people that can't see, people that could see the sun, but rather people that the sun couldn't see, says the Gemara. Okay, so if you meant the sun, so 
You mean only someone that the sun could see? Who could the sun not see? Like, who does the sun not see? Says, Number one, a fish. Fish are underwater. So, they're not considered Reicham. And number two, an Uber. An Uber is inside the Rechem of its mother. And as a result, so when you said that you're going to make her nether, that's true. But you're mutter in someone as well. The Mishnah didn't mention it, but the Gemara does. You're going to be mutter in dogim and ubarim. So the Mishnah writes, and the Mishnah If somebody makes a net, he's not going to have enough from people that are shcheri Literally, shacher is black, roish is a head. People have black heads. Asim bekarachim. Now that I have Anna, even from people that don't have any hair, ubalei sevois, or from El people that have hair, but they have white hair. Umutter benashin ubiktanim. You'll have to have Anna. From women and ptanim, even though they have here, because the definition of is not people that have black heads, but rather what it means is men. So, first things first, you see from the Mishnah that the the traditional definition of you would have thought is people that have black hair. Shchayrei haraish means people that have black hair, and that's why the Mishnah says, as a chiddush, that even though you annoyed the Shchayrei haraish, zolzvisin asa bekarachin, you still can't have anah from people that have no hair, ubalei sevois, or from people that have white hair. Meaning, you would have thought you annoyed the Shchayrei haraish. Kamash malon not. Additionally, muta benashin obiktanim. If nash obiktanim have black hair, so you would have thought they should be included in the yisur. So kamash malon that no, you're going to be muta. In other words, see, see, Shchayrei haraish doesn't mean black hair because if it meant black hair, why are you? to have enough for someone that has no hair or for someone that has white hair. Additionally, why you mutter to have enough from Nashim Nektan. Okay, so what does Shechari Reish mean? Shechari Reish means men. So Zach Tegemar, first things first. My time, why do we not assume that Shechari Reish means literally Shechari Reish? So the Gemara says, because you didn't mention here. You said Shechari Reish, which is a little bit of a funny Lashem, and that's why we assume that you must mean something else. My time. Why is it that men are called this funny term, which doesn't mean what you would think it means? And it somehow means men, it doesn't mean women, it doesn't mean children. What's the reason for this? So the Gemara says the reason is as follows. There are times that they cover their head, they cover their hair. And there are times that they uncover their head, they uncover their hair. Women always have their hair covered. And Ketanim always have their hair uncovered. So the definition of Shechari Reish are people that are Zimnim the Mechse Reishayu, Vizimnim the Magli Reishayu. Women are always Mechse, they always cover their hair. Ketanim are always Megle, never cover their hair. So who really is included in this Zimnim Azai, Zimnim Azai? It has to be men. If you take a look at the Ran, the Ran just explains it a little bit more. The ran dibra maschol middle ektoni mi bale seir. So I'm just picking up in the middle. The mishum the zimnin the mixi reishayim the zimnin miglu i efshel etayr oisam. You can't describe them loy be mechusei harosh v'loy be megule harosh. And it's for that reason the nekroim shchiri harosh. Lafish Reuben shal anoshim rosh and shachar. Most people are black here, and as a result, we pick that term shchiri harosh. Being that women, their hair is always covered. You would refer to them as Being that the hair is always uncovered. A person would always refer to them as So women are considered are considered Men are considered Either way, 
because the way we teach it is, it means not people with black hair, but what it means is men, and it's based on this mitzias that men are zimnim the michsa reshayu, v'zimnim the magla reshayu. Now the truth is, this is just one line. Men sometimes they cover their head, and sometimes they don't cover their head. Presumably, we're talking about yidin, and yidin we know always cover their head. A yid, yid wears a yarmulke. So how could you say about a yid that he zimnim the mixer reshayu v'zimnim the magla reshayu? Now to say it means not a yarmulke, but it means like a hat, a kapaluch. It's not mashma that way. The pashtus is mashma zimnim the mixer reshayu v'zimnim the magla reshayu. It's a good kasha. Maritzchias asks the kasha right here on the mishnah and be'ez Hashem. In tomorrow's daf, we're going to talk about this in very very great detail. Zok the mishnah vayta hanoidim and ayeludim. If somebody makes a neder, he's not going to have enough from quote. Yeludim, muter ben noyladim. He could have enough from noyladim. So what's the difference between yeludim and noyladim? Yeludim are children that were already born. Noyladim are children that are going to be born. So if somebody makes a net, he's not going to have enough from children that were born. He could have enough from children that weren't born yet. If somebody makes a net, he's not going to have enough from children that were not born yet. He can't have enough from children that were not born. He also can't have enough from children that were already born. Seeming to imply that the word noyladim, although it means children that weren't born, but somehow included in that is also children that were born. Meaning like all children. Say, and also the ones that are not here. Rameir, Mata, Afbi, Eludim, Rameir was Mata, even Eludim. The Gemara is going to explain what Rameir sheet is. The Chachamim, the Chachamim say, and the Gemara is going to explain what the sheet of the Chachamim is as well. So, the Gemara. So, the Mishnah said, Hanoidim and Ayeludim, Mutib and Noiladim, Minhan Noiladim, Asim and Ayeludim, and then Rameir was Mata, Afbi, Eludim. So, the Gemara assumes that Rameir is referring to the Rasha. Not only mutter benoyladim, but mutter afbiyeludim. As if to say, if someone's noydim and ayeludim, he's mutter everybody. Mutter benoyladim, that the Mishnah said. And Ramey is coming to add, not only mutter benoyladim, but also mutter biyeludim. Meaning, not only noyladim, but even yeludim, that's what you're coming to be moisib. So if someone's noydim and ayeludim, then who is us? The nether has to be chal for somebody. Who's the nether chal? So the Gemara says, We have to do a little bit of surgery to the Mishnah, and then everything is going to be gavald. And the Mishnah is saying as follows. If someone makes the nether, he won't have enough from Yiludim, Mutam and Yiladim. Min ha-noyladim, Asabi Yiludim. Rameyo, I'm Rameyo, says, Af ha-noyder min ha-noyladim. Even someone that was noidem in anoyladim is mutter biyeludim ki hechi the noidem in anoyladim just like if someone makes a nedem in anoyladim who's mutter biyeludim. No, Rameir was not going back on the first halacha of the Mishnah. Rameir was going back on the second halacha of the Mishnah. The first halacha of the Mishnah was talking about anoidem in anoyladim. The second case was talking about anoidem in anoyladim. It's on the noidem in anoyladim that Rameir was commenting. What did the Mishnah say? Anoidem in anoyladim aser. Not only are you awesome in Anoyladim, but you're also awesome in Yeludim. Meaning, if you know them in Anoyladim, you're only awesome in Yeludim, not Anoyladim. But if you know them in Anoyladim, you're awesome in Anoyladim and Yeludim. That's where Meir comes in. Rameir is being Mekel, not Machmer. He's being Mekel. And, not for sure he's being Mekel. But Rameir is being Mekel. Rameir is saying that if someone's Noidim in Anoyladim, he's Mutter be Yeludim, just like someone that's Noidim in Anoyladim is Mutter be Noyladim. Meaning, according to Rameir, Noyladim Lechud, Yeludim Lechud. According to the Chachamim, Noiladim means Noiladim and Yeludim. 
Yeludim means Yeludim and not Noiladim, which is a little interesting. According to Rameyu, no, there's a clear delineation between the two terms. Yeludim means Yeludim, and Noiladim means Noiladim. Zokdim, Amalir, a papa labai. A papa told Abai, the Mamun, the Noiladim, the Messialdin, Mashma, it's Mashma from the Mishnah that the word Noiladim means children that are going to be born. You see it very prominently in Rameyu Shita, but really, that's clear. Yeludim are children that were born, and Noiladim are children that are going to be born. And Lameyat, as you said, I'm going to ask you a question from a Pasik. It says in the Pasik, Everybody knows this Basik. Now, those Noiladim over there, these were Ephraim and Menashe that were born already. So, you're going to tell me what? The Noiladim over there were children that were going to be born. Ephraim and Menashe were born already in Parshas Vayichi. So the Gemara came back and the Gemara said, You're going to tell me the Yaldu Mashma? Oh, so you mean to tell me that you think from that Basik, that's right, that Noiladim means children that were born. Let me ask you a question from a different Pasuk, a little less known. This is a Malach Malif Perakud Gimel. The Chesivit says, Hine ben Noilad the base David. A child is going to be born in the family of David Amalek. Yoshio Shemai. His name will be Yoshio. Hachinami Dahava. You can tell me Yoshio was born already. Fadai Menashe Leiba. Menashe, who is a Zayd of, of Yoshio, wasn't even born yet. So how could you tell me that he was born? Elo says the Gemara, you have to say, and this is the punchline really of the whole daf. You have to say that if you look in the Pasik, Noiladim can go both ways. You see from Parshas Vayichi, Noiladim Ephraim and Asher were born already. You see from Yoshio that the word Noilad can mean something that's going to happen in the future. Okay, so how come in our Mishnah did we never for a Dover Pasha that Noiladim means children that are going to be born? The reason is, when it comes to Nedarim, you go based on the Lashem Bnei Adam. And by the way, you see this Machlik is from Meir and Dechacham and how to understand the Lashem Bnei Adam as it relates to Noiladim. But the fact that this Psukim in Malachim Aleph and Parshas Vayichi is neither here nor there. It's not the point. That's not the Dogush. We go based on what is the Lashem Nei Adam, and being that the Lashem Nei Adam is, that Nei Adam always means children that are going to be born, it's for that reason that that is what the Mishnah said. The Chavim said, in the Mishnah, Chavim said, I have a whole different taich and what it means when we say, what does it mean? It means that a person is making a neder, not children that were born children that weren't born. This is true Saifa Noiladin and Saifa Yaludin. This person means to make a nether that he wants to be Aser from all things that are darkly evolved, that give birth, that procreate. What doesn't? Look at the last round on the Yomid. They're Matul Beitzen. The child is not formed inside the Me'iman, and as a result, they're treated a little bit differently in Halacha, and that's the Taich of, as it relates to Yeludim and Noiladim, he means Lafuke, the Dogim and the Yoifais, because not in Halacha, but in Loshim Bnei Adam, we don't look at them as being not Yeludim, we don't look at them as being Noiladim. It's actually interesting, because the first Mishnah Masech Tezbeya is called right? But either way, in terms of what the Lashen Bnei Adam, maybe that's Lashen Mishnah. but in Lashen Bnei Adam, we would always refer to the word, whether it's Yiludim or Noiladim, Dafka, to a, a child that's 
Noitzar b'meimon lafuke dogim and lafuke. It's moving along to the next stuff. Hanoider lishoyf se Shabbos. If somebody makes a neder that is not going to have hano from people that keep Shabbos, also be Yisrael is not allowed to have hano from Yidin. For also be Kuten, he also can't have hano from Kuten. If somebody makes a neder, he's not going to have hano from people that eat garlic. What does it mean? From people that eat garlic. Everybody eats garlic. From people that eat garlic, Dr. Mefarish, Belele Shabbos, on Friday night, also be Yisrael, he's not let have from a Yid, and he's not let have from Kutin as well. Now, we know Yidin keep Shabbos. What does Oichli Shom have to do with anything? So all the Rishayim speak out. It's based on the Takonas Ezra in Perik Merubah, Mesachtas Bavakama, where Ezra said that Yidin should eat Garlic Friday nights. The reason is because the oina of a Talmud Chacham is me'er of Shabbos, light of Shabbos, which means Friday night. And Shum is good because it's Mar Bezerah. And for that reason, he made a takana that people should eat Shum on Friday night. Finally, if somebody makes a neder, may Oile Yerushalayim. I'm not going to have enough from anyone that's from the Oile Yerushalayim, also be Yisrael. He's not let have enough from a Yid, Umutabekutim. He's allowed to have Hana from Kutim. So the Mishnah is discussing three Nadar. Somebody made a Nadi, he won't have Hana from Shoifse Shabbos, people that keep Shabbos. Somebody made a Nadi, he won't have Hana from Oichle Shum, people that eat garlic Friday night. Someone made a Nadi, he won't have Hana from Oile Rishalayim, people that are Oile Raga. The Mishnah said, in the first two cases, Asa be Yisrael, the Asa be Kutim, implying, by the way, that he's Mutaba Oile Kechavim. The third case, Oile Rishalayim, he's Asa be Yisrael, and he's also going to be Mutaba Kutim. So, a few things. Number one, the Mishnah talks about Kutim. And every time the Mishnah talks about Kutim, really, we should do a 20-minute introduction to explain exactly who the Kutim are. Bar Hashem, we have related raid bites. So we're going to post an important introductory raid bike as it relates to understanding a little bit the history of the Kutim. But for our purposes, just Pasha to even go through the daf, the Kutim were a group of people that came primarily from a land called Kuta that were brought into Eretz Yisrael during the time of the first base Amikdash, by the king of Assyria at the time, after the Aseris Hashvatim were taken into Gauls. So when the Aseris Hashvatim were taken into Gauls, there was a tremendous void in the land. And the king of Assyria, who was the troublemaker, felt that it wasn't good for Eretz Yisrael. And as a result, he felt that we had to populate the area. So he brought people from a whole bunch of lands, primarily from the land of Kuta, and it was the Yikarish Moibi Yisrael, this entire group of people became known as Kutim. Now when they came originally, they were Oivdeke Chavim, Umazalis, they were not Yidin, without any doubt. However, what happened was, at some point, after they had settled the land, lions came, and they started eating them up, and they were having a lot of tsaris from these Arias, and they didn't know how to go about it, and they made a cheshben nefesh. they spoke to one of the kayanim gedolim, and they were told that the reason is because you're living in a holy land, and you're not behaving as holy people are supposed to behave, you're not behaving as yidin, and as a result, they took the musr, and they became gerim, and there was a major dispute amongst the tanam, whether this conversion, this gerus, was an authentic gerus, or was not an authentic gerus, and that's why throughout Shas, you always see a shiloh, kutim, with a gerim, MS? Were they real Gerim? Or were they Geri Arayas? Mitan Aleph? They were Gerim that became Gerim because of these lions, because they were afraid of what happened. And this was a major dispute. Now, there's a very important postscript to this. Machloikis Tanam, it's in the Gemara. Where the Gemara says that years later, in the times of Damiram, Nimnu Vagamru, Damiram decided to now make a resolution to their Shailah, and they paskin that the Kutim are not going to have a din of Yid. Now, how is that something that they were allowed to do at a future date? That's all Nichlal in the raid bite. But the point is that they were Nimnu Vagamru, that these Kutim would no longer be considered as Yid. Now, this history of the Kutim is fascinating. But from a halachic, just learning 
Dafyoimi or even Mishnayas perspective, it always poses a little bit of a challenge. Because every time you see the word Kutim mentioned in a Mishnah and a Gemara, you have to ask yourself two questions. First of all, are we going according to the Mandama that holds Geri Amas or Geri Arias? And Vafilu and Tim Tzoloimi, you're going according to the Mandama that holds Geri Amas, but is this before Chulun Davav or is this after Chulun Davav? And this is the existential question that you always have to ask yourself. And that's why in different Mishnayas and in different Sugis, the Kutim are treated differently. You could have a Sugi where a Kuti is treated like a Erlachayit, and then you have a sugya where a kuti is treated, mamish like oivdei What does it depend on? Which mandaam are you going according to? Or what time in history was this halacha stated? As it relates to this Mishnah, it's very, very clear. The Mishnah says, if somebody makes a net, I won't have enough from shoif say Shabbos, asa bi Yisrael, va asa and by the way, we're going to see in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to say, what about Oiv Dekechavim that keep Shabbos? There are Oiv Dekechavim that keep Shabbos. So the Gemara is going to say, although there are Oiv Dekechavim that keep Shabbos, they're not allowed to, by the way, but although there are Oiv Dekechavim that keep Shabbos, but they're not Metsufim. And when you say that I'm not going to have enough from Shabbos to Shabbos, you don't mean people that take a sabbatical. You mean people that are Metsufim in the Mitzvah Shabbos and they keep the Mitzvah Shabbos. So if we're treating the Kutim as being included in this nether of Shabbos to Shabbos, also the Kutim, obviously we're assuming that the Kutim are Yidin. The same is true for so you see clearly that the time of this Mishnah is of the opinion that the Kutim were Geri Yemes, and not just that, it's before Chulun Davav, and if you look in the Me'iri, Yaakov Emden and Zagos, they speak it out Mephorish, that you have to say that this Mishnah is going Kutim Geri Yemes, and we're also talking pre Chulun Davav. Now, the other thing you have to ask yourself is, so what's Pash B'Shan in the Mishnah? Again, let's learn Mishnahis for a second. Hanoidem Yishayv Seishabes, Asa B'Kutim. Hanoidem Yishayv Seishabes, Asa B'Kutim. Me'oyle Yerushalayim, Mutu B'Kutim. Now, clearly implied is that the Kutim were not Oyle Regal. Now, the Mechuyif to be Oyle Regal, because if we're going with the position that they're Geri Emes, so obviously they're Chayv and all the Mitzvahs. But yet, they didn't go up to Yerushalayim. And really, the rest of the story, which is also something we spoke about in the raid by, is based on knowing the history of the Kutim. And that is the Kutim, they settled primarily on Hargrizim. They're there, Adayim But they settled primarily on Hargrizim. And Hargrizim was their equivalent thereof to our Harabais. In fact, they once had a base on Mikdash on Hargrizim. The Gemara talks about it in Yumadaf Samachtes Samad Aleph, also in the raid by Ayin Sham with Alexander Muktam and Shemad Atzadik. But the point is, if you know the history of the Kutim, there was one thing that they always were loichem against the Yidin, and that was in the Mokim Mikdash. And this Mishnah is Mamish Kim in Chaimer when you understand the history of the Kutim. Everyone knew the Kutim were not Oyle Yerushalayim. They were Oichle Shum. They kept the Takonas Ezra. Or Yerushalayim not. That's who the Kutum are. To us, this is like an abstract halacha. You don't even fully dehair what you're saying as you go through it. But if you know Jewish history, this Mishnah comes to light. It's Mamish. It's Me'irim Le'inayim. Either way, on that note, Zok Dehelege Gemara. Ma'ish Ifsi Shabbos. When we say, I know you that Mishnah Ifsi Shabbos, also be so vast. But what do we mean? Ilaymo, do we mean Mekayme Shabbos? We mean people that keep Shabbos. Ma'ir Yubakutim. Why are we only talking about? that also keep Shabbos. Meaning, we should say even an Oivdikechavim that keeps Shabbos should be included. Maybe it means people that are mitzvah in Shabbos. Take a look at the sefer. Someone makes the net. He's not going to have enough from Yerushalayim. He's allowed to have enough from Kutim. And even though we just said historically they were in Yerushalayim, but mitzvah they So which one is it? Do we look at what they do? Then why are we? unequivocally excluding the Oyvdeke Chavim. And we look at 
what they're obligated to do. So then why anoidim yoyli Yerushalayim is multi bekutim? Amar Abayas, Abayas said, Mitzuvah v'oisak tani. You know what the Mishnah means? It means both. It means Mitzuvah and it means Oisah. Betarati, meaning people that are Mitzuvah in the Mitzvah and they also observe the Mitzvah. Betarati, Bavi Kamai says, relates to the first two cases in the Mishnah, Yisrael v'kutim Mitzuvah v'oisim. Yisrael and Kutim are both Mitzuvah v'oisim. The ones that do it, but If somebody makes a nether, I'm not going to have enough from Bnei Noyach. You'll have enough from Yisrael. However, you can have enough from any of the Umay Sa'ilam. Why are you Bnei Noyach? We're also Bnei Noach. We're also Bnei Avram Yisroch Yaakov, but we're also Bnei Noach. So in Shas, Oiv de Kechavim are always referred to as Bnei Noach, but he is also a Bnei Noach. Says the Mark, even the Iktish Avram Iskral Shmei. Once Avram Avinu was Neskadish, so Iskral Shmei, the Yidden went from being called Bnei Noach to suddenly being called Bnei Avram Yisroch Yaakov, and you have to say. This is in the Lashem Bnei Adam, right? Because again, the Darim we go based on Lashem Bnei Adam. But once Avram Avinu was Neskadish, they somehow went. From being called Bnei Noach to now being called Bnei Avram. Another Mishnah. Somebody makes a nether. I'm not going to have Hana from the offspring of Avram Avini. Asabi Yisrael. You're not allowed to have Hana from a Yid. But you're allowed to have Hana from Umay Yisraelim. Because Zera Avram means Yidin. Why is that so true? What about Yishmael? Yishmael comes from Avram Avinu. So if somebody makes a nether, I'm not going to have Hana from Zera Avram. Why? Is he allowed to have an offer from Yishmael? So the Gemara says it's because there's a Pasek. The Pasek says, Ki biyitzchak yikar l'chazara. Hashem told Avram Avinu, biyitzchak yikar l'chazara. That even though it's true, Yishmael comes from your offspring, but Yishmael would not be considered Zarish al-Avram. Ki biyitzchak yikar l'chazara. What about Esav? Okay. So biyitzchak yikar l'chazara. Esav came from Yitzchak. Says the Gemara, biyitzchak v'loy kol yitzchak. Biyitzchak. Part of Yitzchak will be yikar l'chazara. Esav not Yaakov, yeah, and it's for that reason. If somebody makes a nether, she'eni nether, lezer avram, also be Yisrael umutabum Yisrael. Now, what you have to understand is we're bringing psukim to teach the loshin bnei adam lechayre. If that's the what, what what's the the remez of the nidi? How could you see in the pasuk what the loshin bnei adam is? The truth is the pasuk is ki biyitzchak yikare lachas. Yikare lachas means that even in the loshin bnei adam, this is always the way it's going to be. But the bottom line is, if somebody makes a net, he's not going to have enough from zera shalavram. What it means is dafke yitzchak and not yishmol. And even in yitzchak alone, it means dafke yakov, and it doesn't mean esav. So just to end today's short time, mean, we can just finish the parak if we really want to. But just to end, End with two light ha'aris, and that is the Mishnah said, "Hanoidem yishayv say Shabbos, asa biYisrael va'asa bekutin. May oichle shum asa biYisrael va'asa bekutin. May oichle Yerushalayim asa biYisrael umotar bekutin." So if somebody makes a neder, he's not going to have hano from people that are shayv say Shabbos and they're oichle shum. You can't have hano from Yidden. You also can't have hano from Kutin, because the Kutin, like the Yidden observed Shabbos, and they even observed the Takonas Ezra to eat Shum on Leil Shabbos. However, somebody makes a net, he won't have enough from Oile Yerushalayim, even though the Kutim are Mitzvah to be Oile Yerushalayim, but they used to go to Hargrizim, they didn't go to Yerushalayim, and it's for that reason, also be Yisrael, umutter Bekutim. But you see from this Mishnah, that the Kutim, with all their Inyanim, 
they were shoifse Shabbos, but also they were oichle shum. They used to eat shum on Friday night. Now, why did Ezra make a takana that people should eat shum, they should eat garlic on Friday night? So we went through the daf, we spoke out, Rashi says about Rishos, but all the Rishonim say that it's based on the fact that the oina of a Talmud Chacham is made Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos, which means Leil Shabbos Kodesh. So being that the oina of a Talmud Chacham is Friday night, Shum is something that's Mar Bezerah, and because it's Mar Bezerah, so it's a good thing, and it's for that reason, Ezra made it literally as a Takona, but the bottom line is that you see from here that even the Kutin used to observe this. I had a Ha'ara. We've spoken out many times over the years, that the Vilna Gaon said an unbelievable Chiddush. He said that the reason that the Oyna of Talmud Chacham is Mirel Shabbos L'El Shabbos is L'Hoitzi Milibin Shal Tzadaykim. Which Tzadaykim? There's a passage in Parashas Kisisa that says Sheishas Yom and Tavoy Ubayim Ashviy Tishpois Bechorish Uvakatzer Tishpois. And if you look in Evan Ezra, Evan Ezra brings a Pshat from a Maskel. Omar Onon Onon said Yimoches Moika Onon. Right? Omar Onon, Yimache Shmoik Onon. So then we spoke out recently from Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld about saying Yimach Shemoy regarding uh, Ayid. But Omar Onon, Yimache Shmoik Onon. Kize al Mishkav Ho'isho. That what the Pasuk means when it says Bechar Shabbat Kotzer Tishpois, it doesn't mean don't be Chayrish and don't be Kotzer. But what it means is a person shouldn't be Isaac and Tashmish Amito. Says the Evan Ezra, Vahaloite Chaseo Busha, he should be covered with Busha. Because you could hear maybe that that's what the Torah meant when it said Chorish. But he's going to have nothing to say as it relates to the Mila, the word of Kaitzah. So obviously a lot of poetry here. But the bottom line is, said to Evan Ezra, that there was a Pshat that he brings from someone Anon, that Anon said that what does it mean by Chorish of Akatsa Tishpais, that there's an Isser to have Tashmish Amita on Shabbos. So the Goyen said that apparently these Tzedakim, this world of the Karaim, that's probably who the Evan as it was referring to, they were a reincarnation of the tzedukim. They held that what does it mean? Bechar shavakatsa tishpois. It means that there's an isner tashmish amita. You have the oin of a tamad chacham, which is milel shabbos alel shabbos. So I just had a ha'ara. Here we have a mishnah where the mishnah tells us about the kutim. We don't know that much about the kutim, but the kutim are meinian leinian, but also indian for sure to the tzedukim and the baisusim and the karam. And you see, they were oichli shum. Why were they oichli shum? It's all based on the takanas Ezra. Which takanas Ezra? Because it's mar bezera and the oin of a tamad chacham is milel shabbos alel shabbos. So how you talking that here you have lahoitzim you. And yet, you see the Kutum Again, it's just the Ha'ara Ba'ama. It's the Tushta. The Ha'ara is the Tushta. Lamaisa, I looked up a piece that we've referred to in the past in the Sefer Mikra Eda from Rebellio Greensag Shlita. And in Parshish Beresh, Simon Yud Gimel, he has a whole Arichas Lahayutim, Miliban Shal Tzadok, and he talks about a whole bunch of different Dinim and Alachas that in Chazal was a very, very big deal. And sometimes it was related to the fact of Lahayutim, Miliban Shal Tzadokim. So he brings this guy in, and he's Mayrachan it a little bit, and then he says as follows Veroy Lahaktim. You have to know, whenever you learn the Sugya, Mashakosaf Akuzari, Maimr Shlishi Perak Samache. But the Kuzari says in Maimr Shlishi Perak Samache, Shiyesh Hevdel, there's a different. And the Kuzari already was Megalotas, that they're not all the same. So even though it's Me'inyan, Le'inyan, Ba'isa Inyan, Abelamaisa, they're not the same. And he goes on, he's Mephalful a little bit, and then he says, To prove this Nakuda, that not all are the same. Ha'mishnu Ezra 
And not like the Karoim. So you see clearly that there was a fundamental difference between the Kutim and the Karoim. So we're used to thinking, oh, it sounds like they're all one and the same. Oh, but the Emesis, they're not one all and the same. You see there was a Chilik between the, the Kutim and the Karoim. So Baruch Shakivanti he asks this Ha'ara and he says clearly that you see from here that they're not all the same. But it's actually very interesting. This Halacha, the Takan of Ezra, that a person should eat Shun on Friday nights, brought down Shulchan Aruch. Morgan Avram brings it. Brings it in Erechayim, in Simen Reish, Pay the, the definition, the title of the simon is Tashmish Amita B'Shabbos. And the first Magen Avram says, Mitzvah Lechel Shum Be'erif Shabbos, Oy Belele Shabbos, he brings it from the Yam Shal Shloyma. So this is something that's brought down, Halachal Maisa. It's interesting, the Goyen, the Vilna Goyen, Maisa Rav brings this as well. It's in Ois Kufchav Dalet and Maisa Rav, but he adds a Knech, meaning it's a Mufur Shem Magen Avram. But the Vilna Goyen added something. Mitakonas Ezra, Lechol Shum Belel Shabbos. He doesn't say Erev Shabbos or Lel Shabbos, the Goyen said Lel Shabbos. It's one Pa'ara. Bein Nasui, Bein She'ein Nasui. And the Goyen said that this is true for someone that's married, it's even true for someone that's not married, and then he said, Vahashum Yeh Mavushal. The garlic should be cooked. So if you look on the side, on the Mepharshim of the Maiserav, they all say that what was Pshat in this Goyen, these are from the Tamid Agra, that the Tamid Agra said that it was the Goyen L'Shitasai. Because we always speak out the Goyen and the Maiserav and in all his svarim, that the Goyen said every single Takonas Chazal had a Tam Niglo and there's a Tam Nister. Every single takana. That's why the Goyen was makbid on, megulin, bismanazer. And it comes up in a whole bunch of different halachas. But the Goyen held that every single takana, in addition to the tam nigla, there was also a tam nister. So said the Goyen, this takana to eat shum is true even if you're not married. Because although mitzad the tam nigla, it's related to oinus tam chacham, tam nister And based on the tam nister, that's where it would be Nageya. And as a result, that's, that's what the Goyen brings. So I saw here on the side, again, this is just in the new Maiseravs. So they bring from the Sefer, it's called Mailas Hasulam. Vesipali Arava Goyen, Rabbi Yisrael, Hamayrit Tzedek de Vilma. Shehigudloi Harava Mechaber Chayi Odom so the Chayyadim said over to Rabbi Yisrael, he was the diamond Vilna. He told him like this: He was once sitting in front of the Goyin. Chayyadim Kedur was a Talmud of the Goyin, so he was sitting in front of the Goyin. And all the big Talmidim of the Goyin, they were all sitting around and Rabbi Yisrael Mishklov and all the famous Talmidim of the Vilna Goyin, maybe. So they were all sitting there. And the Goyin, the Gro, asked them. He asked Oilam, did you prepare Shum? He said, it's not Negea for us, the Shabbos, to have Shum. So the Goyen responded, says, according to you, why do we do Brismila Bishmini? So the Chayyadim was sitting there, he chapped immediately what the Goyen meant. He quoted the Gemara Masech, Why is it that Brismila is Bishmini? The Gemara says the reason we do Brismila Bishmini, because once upon a time, Tumas Nida, even for Yolad, this was only seven days. Afterwards, she became Tahar. So for those seven days, she's a Nida, we're not going to make her when she's a Nida, right? Nida Bisman. In the olden days, the Ramban and Parshish Vayetze, etc. So it was very different then. So we didn't want that she should be Otze when everybody's Besimcha. Said the Chayodom, that's what the guy meant. What the guy means to say is, Now we don't have this reason anymore. So if we don't have this reason anymore, so why are we doing Mila Bishmini? So this is what the Chayodom said in the presence of the guy. 
V'nene hagoyim b'roisoi. This is mamish v'nene la b'roisoi. Like Tanya, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yoyi, Rabbi Shmuel, ben Alisha fein. Ki lozeh ki vein. And chuckled with the head. He said, that's exactly what he meant to say. And this is the goyim that she tells you. There's always a tam niglo. And there's always, always a tam nister. And he said, if you're going to start working only with the tam niglo, then why are we doing b'smila b'shmini? So this is from the yisoidus of the goyim. So we don't know that many yisoidus from the goyim. We always speak out the yisoidus from the chsam soifer. This is a yisoid from the goyim. The goyim held this over and over and over again. That every single Takanas Chazal, there's a Tam Nidla and there's a Tam Ister, and it played itself out even with regards to this halacha of Eichleishom. Incidentally, I saw that on the side here they bring one of the Rayas to the Goyim's Yisoid that one of the Talmidim said is from the Mishnah and Adar. Because the Mishnah says that if someone is Noidem Eichleishom, he's Asib Yisrael. Why is he Asib in all Yisrael? Maybe only Nesuim, only Yidin that are married. So you see that every Yid really has a Chiv to Shtautzu to this Takana. This is the first Torah. The second Torah is that the Mishnah. Mishnah said, if somebody makes a nether, she'eni nene lezer avram, asa bi Yisrael, umutabu ma'asayim. So if somebody makes a nether, he's not going to have a no from Zer Avram, so he's not allowed to have Anah from a Yid, however, he is allowed to have Anah from the Umay Sadr. Why? Zer Avram means all the offspring of Avram. Yishmol came from Avram, Esav came from Avram, says the Gemara, not because Hashem told Avram, Kibi Yitzchak Yikar Zara, and Kibi Yitzchak Yikar Zara means that your Zerah will always be known as Yitzchak, as opposed to Yishmol, and even within Yitzchak, it's Be Yitzchak, the Loikal Yitzchak, what's the Loikal Yitzchak? It's Yaakov, as opposed to Esau. It's a very interesting halach in Shulchan Aruch. It's in Hilchus Rosh Hashanah. It's in Simen Tov Kuv Tzadik Aleph. It's Sif Kotten Zayin. The Mechaber says that in the Musaf of Shemayna Esrei, by one of the brachas, so we say, Vakedas Yitzchak lezarei hayoyim beracham im tiskar. Baruch Hashem, so Shulchan Aruch says as follows, that I saw different Gersois, and I want to clarify what the right Gersois is. Someone that's medactic to say, someone that adds the word Yaakov, he's changing the Nusach HaBroch and he's making a mistake. In other words, there was a Nusach that said, Vakedas Yitzchak Lezaro Yaakov Hayoyim Barachem Im Tiskar. Says the Mechaber Etzatois. The Mechaber Etzatois is a Rivash. It's in Shailas Shuvah's Rivash, Simon Amatches, where the Rivash was dealing with these two Gersois and the Rivash said it's a terrible mistake that I saw such a Gersav Vakedas Yitzchak Lezaro Yaakov Tiskar. Why are you saying Yaakov? The right Gersav is not to have Yaakov. Says the Rivash. Why is it a Tois? Says because it's a Mephurish Mishnah. It's a Mephurish Sugi in the Dorm. Daflam and Aleph, and Aleph. The Mishnah says Hanoi de Mizar so he's mutter be Yishmol and he's mutter be Esav. The reason is ki be Yitzchak yikar lechazera be Yitzchak for like call Yitzchak. So says the Rivash that once you say vakedas Yitzchak lezaroi, we know who zaroi is. Ki be Yitzchak yikar lechazera has to mean Yaakov. It can't mean Esav. I mean that it can't mean Esav. So you know exactly what you're referring to. So he says it's a nusach mishubeshes yemeshanem matbeish shetavu chachamim te'enei alatayah as I state in Rivash that is the mekar. To this Allah in Shulchanach, Freight the Magan Avram of Bombakash. Says the Magan Avram, who did the Abishta tell Kibi Yitzchaki Karlo Chazarato? He told Avram Avinu. They say, Hashem told Avram Avinu, you're going to have Umlachim me, are going to come from you. But as it relates to who's going to be Karlo Chazara, it's going to be only Yitzchak. And not even the whole Yitzchak, big Yitzchak, for like call Yitzchak. Kibi Yitzchaki Karlo Chazara, Hashem told Avram. 
Yitzchak Hashem never said anything like that. Hashem never told Yitzchak that you should know your offspring is going to come through Yaakov, but it's not going to come through Esau. So says the Morgan Avram, although it's true, the Mishnah says, Hanoidem Zarish Avram, he's mutter Yishmal, he's mutter Be'esav, but it's only Hanoidem Yizarish Avram. What about someone that's Hanoidem Yizarish Yitzchak? You don't have such a Mishnah. If someone's Hanoidem Yizarish Yitzchak, Fakir, it's Mashma, he's also Bechol Zarish Yitzchak, and he's going to be also even to Yaakov. I Hashem said, "Kibi Yitzchak Yikarlo Chazera." That's copy the Yichas of Avram, but it's not copy the Yichas of Yitzchak. So as it relates to Yitzchak, Yaakov is considered Zarishal Yitzchak, and Esav is also considered Zarishal Yitzchak. So says the Magen Avram. It's partial to me that that was the pshat in that Girsa. Vakedas Yitzchak lezaroi. Vakedas Yitzchak lezarishal Yitzchak, which. Of Zarish al Yitzchak. Are we referring to Zarish al Yitzchak as it relates to y- Yaakov? Or are we referring to Zarish al Yitzchak as it relates to Esau? I mean that it's not clear which one of the Zarish al Yitzchak it's referring to. So therefore there was a Girsa that made it very clear. Lazari meaning Lazari Yaakov Tiskar. A Bezok to Magan Aram. It's a pellet to me the Rivash. The Rivash said, out the sugi in the darm da flamed aleph. That's referring to Zarish al Avram. But vakedas Yitzchok lezaroi is Zarish al Yitzchok, and because it's referring to Zarish al Yitzchok, so lechera based on that, it should have to say Yaakov. And the Magen Avram says it's posh to me. That was the makar to that girsa, and he says not a ta is that girsa. That girsa is a very legitimate girsa because you want to make sure you want to clarify exactly what you're doing over here. But if you look in the Machzas Hashakel right here on the page, Machzas Hashakel says a beautiful tarets. Machzas Hashakel says when we talk about the schus of Akedas Yitzchak. We talk about it a lot. Davening, Befratim Rosh Hashanah. Whose schus primarily are we focusing on? Are we referring to the schus of Avram, who was willing to take his son and be Makrevin? Or are we referring to the schus of Yitzchak, who was willing to allow himself to be put on the Mizbech? I mean, they're both Gvaldi Geschusim. And there's no reason we can't mean both. But at the same time, the Iker, Dogush, of the Schos of the Akedah, the Frat, when it's obvious, we're talking about a Yochit. Who's the Yochit that we're referring to? Are we referring to the Yochit Avram? Are we referring to the Yochit Yitzchak? So it says the Machsash that it's Pasha to me, we mean Avram. Why is it Pasha to me, we mean Avram? It's because everybody knows Avram Avinu had 10 Nesoyinus. The 10th Nesoyin was the Nesoyin of the Akedah. And we know that the Nesoyin is one by Adraga. Which means that the Nesoyin of the Akedah was the most difficult Nesoyin that Avram Avinu ever had to overcome. One of the earlier Nesoyinists that Avram Avinu had to overcome was he had to be willing to jump into the Kivshan Ha'esh in ur to show that he's willing to be Moisen Nefesh to tell the world that says the Machsa Shekel that that Nesoyin of Orkazdim is one of the first Nesoyinists. The Nesoyin of Dakeda is the Spitz Nesoyin. Zoysay Maris, the Nesoyin of Dakeda was a bigger Nesoyin than the Nesoyin of Orkazdim. The Nesoyin for a person to give up his child's life is a bigger Nesoyin than for a person to give up his own life. And the Machsa Shekel says, if you think about it for a minute, it makes sense. He says, because when a person gives up his own life, it's just a moment. It's a moment of time. Rabbi Bistrosalanta used to say, it's more difficult to live Al-Kiddush Hashem than to die Al-Kiddush Hashem. Because to die Al-Kiddush Hashem, that's, that's a, it's a fleeting moment. Moment. It's a sreifa, it's a sha'achas, it's not shayach. Any person dies, like Hashem, the Ramam says, but at the same time, it's one moment. But if a person's going to give up his child to the Abish, he's going to live the rest of his life in Messias Nefesh. And in the world of Nesayin, thus is aggressive in Nesayin. So said the Machsa Shekel, it's posher to me that when it comes to the Akedah, if you had to pick and choose between Avram and Yitzchak, it'd be Avram, because Avram gave up his son, as opposed to Yitzchak, who gave up his own. 
own life. And you see it from the Asar Nesioinus, the Madragus of the Nesioinus, that that was a bigger Nesioin. So he says, I think it's Poshit that when we say Vakedas Yitzhak Lazare Tiskar, who's the Zare? Zare shall who? Zare shall me. It's not Zare shall Yitzchak. It's Zare shall Avram. And the MS is, says the Machsashach, that if you look through the Nusach that you say in the Shemayi Nesri, it's Mavur that way. Several lines earlier. V'seira lefanecha akeda sh'akad Avram avinu es Yitzchak b'nai al-gabi ha'mezbeach v'kavash rachlon l'asas r'tzoyin chabalei v'sholim ken yich b'shurach ha'mechaz kascha me'aleinu v'tuv ch'agod ha'yoshev charein apcha me'amcha me'ircha me'ayitzuch me'nachlasecha etc. etc. Who's chos are we dermaning? V'seira lefanecha akeda sh'akad Avram avinu es Yitzchak b'nai al-gabi ha'mezbeach We mean the chos of Avram and then we're Messiah v'kedas Yitzchak Lizarei who? Lizarei shall Avram. Whose chos we're remembering? That's the Baruch Hashem Zaycher Bris. A bezokta machzashakel that it's poshit vakedas Yitzchak Lizarei Ayoyim Tiskar. We don't mean Zarei shall Yitzchak. We mean Zarei shall Avram. So he says it could be a mumdus. The Magen Avram is right that I know the Mizarei shall Yitzchak is going to be Aser after the Beisav. But in terms of this Tfila, the Rivash is still right because this Tfila, when we say Lizarei, we mean Zarei shall Avram. We don't mean Zarei shall Yitzchak. And because we mean Zarei shall Avram, we don't mean. So it's partial that this this nusach is the right nusach, and that was the whole point of the rivash ubezem yoshev the kasha of the magen avram. When we learned Masechtis Rosh Hashanah, we spoke about the Chasam Soifer, which is brought down in the Petuchei Chaisim, where the Chasam Soifer actually talks about the chiluk between Avram Avinu's role in the Akedah and Yitzchak Avinu's role in the Akedah. The Chasam Soifer says that really Yitzchak's nusayin was a bigger nusayin than Avram. I. He doesn't bring the Machsa Shekel's Kasha, but what about the Machsa Shekel's Kasha? But Betoich Dvarv, he says a beautiful Teretz. He says that the reason Yitzchak Nesoyim was a big Nesoyim is because Avram Avinu heard the Tziva from the Ebeshta. Yitzchak heard the Tziva from Avram. And he says, Ve'enoi doyma sh'oimeya mipi ha-Kodesh Baruch Hu from someone that's only Shemeya mipi ha-Shliach. And at the end of the day, Avram Avinu heard it directly from the Ebeshta. Yitzchak only heard it from... Uh, Avram Avinu. And the Chassam Soifer over there said that Avram Avinu's Nesayin was the Nesayin of Teresh of Iksav. That's the way the Chassam Soifer touched it. It was a Muna in the Torah, Muna in the Ebeshta, as opposed to Yitzchak Avinu was Teresh of Apetz, a Muna's Chachamim. It was trusting Avram Avinu when Avram Avinu told him that this was what his father, this is what the Ebeshta told him, and this was the Nesayin. And he says that's why we always talk about Akedas Yitzchak and not Akedas Avram, because throughout the Deiris, it was always the mysterious Nefesh for Teresh of Apeh, which is Amunus Chachamim, the Chassam Sleifah says, Heilige, Heilige Reid, and the Petuch Echaisim. But I'll go upon him, Bezem Yushav, Kushis HaMachsa Sashakel. Machsa Sashakel's Kasha was, that you see from Avram Avinu, that the Nesoyin of the Akedah is a bigger Nesoyin than the Nesoyin of Orkazdim. It's not the same thing. It's not apples to apples. It's a Pircha on his Kasha. Avram Avinu's Nesoyin of Orkazdim, he heard from the Ebeshta. Yitzchak Avinu's Nesoyin of Akedah, he heard from Avram Avinu. And because from Avram Avinu, there was a whole other dimension to this Nesayin. This is already the Nesayin of Amunus Chachamim. And because this Nesayin is the Nesayin of Amunus Chachamim, so Bezemi Yushif, the Chayr, that Chsam Soifim, would be the terrorist to the Machsa Shekels, terrorist to the Magad Avram's Kash. But Al Kopanim, just to be Messiah with one Ha'ara, and that is, there's a Pasik, and really a few Psokim, but just to bring it out, there's a Pasik in Parshas Devarim, where Moshe Rabbeinu is in. In, in the Midbar and he's recounting to the Yidin all the events that took place during the 40 years and he says that at some point we were ready to go into Eretz Yisrael and we knew we were going to have to pass through the land of Edom and we sent them a shliach it's mentioned in Parshas Chukas more in detail and the Pasuk says and we told Edom the following 
We want to go through the gvul, we want to go through the boundary, the territory of your brothers, B'nai Yisaf. Listen to Lushayni Azav Shal Ramban. It's four lines. V'tam Achechem B'nai Yisaf. Moshe Rabbeinu referred to the Bnei Yisav as our brothers. We're brothers with the Bnei Yisav. She yichus Yisrael min Avram, because the yichus of the Yidin from Avram, filchol zare, and all his offspring, achim, are brothers. We're brothers with all the Bnei Avram. Ki kulam ni moilam. Because they all have a brismila. Vizet ham, and this is the reason, why sesayev adoymi ki ochichahu. You find that Edom is referred to as Ochicha, Rak Bnei Hapelakshim, Yishmoel Umidyon, the Chol Bnei Ketura Inim Ba'achva. They're not included in this Bridishaft, Menakasu, because the Pasuk says, Ki B'Yitzchak Yikar L'Chazar. This Ramban says right Torah, the Biskorov in Sefer, and one of the Parshias in Bereshis, maybe it's Parshias Vayishlach, so Toich Dvar of the middle of a shtickle in brackets, he's Mitzayin, this Ramban, he just says V'Tzorachin. This whole Ramban is Tzorachin. But again, the Ramban was bothered with Akasha that we're referring to the Bnei Esav as being our brothers. We're referring to them as being, being Achechem. How could they be Achechem? Says the Ramban, what do you mean? We're all, we're all family. Ah, you don't find the Bayishmal. Oh, that's because there's a Pasuk that says, Ki Yitzchak Ki Karlo Chazara. Oh, but that means it's a Pella. Because it's the Gemara and the Dharm that we just learned. Today's Daf. Just like he says, Ki Yitzchak Ki Karlo Chazara, it's Ki Yitzchak like Kol Yitzchak. So what's Pashim Shana in this Ramban? So I don't know if this is Miyashiv the Ramban, because the Ramban's words are very, very awesome. Oh, but the Magen Avram Al-Kopani would be a terrorist to the Pesukim. Because when it comes to... Yishmael. The only yichus we have with Yishmael is the fact that we both come from Avram. Hashem told Avram, As it comes to Esav, Enochinami, we have no achva with Esav, Mitzad Avram. Oh, Mitzad Yitzchak we do. So that would be Miyashiv Achechev Nei Esav, Voisasai Vadoimi Kiyochichohu, Ay, Kibi Yitzchak Yikar L'Chazera. That's not a kasha, because that's only Klape Avram. It's not Klape Yitzchak. So all these psukim, when you find the Indian of Achva, as it relates to Esav, where you don't find it regarding Yishmal, Ay, the Gemara, the Teretzis, the Magan Avram, in Hilchis Rosh Hashanah, Tov Kuv Tzadik Aleph, tucked away, where it's Mavu in the Magan Avram, a beautiful chilik between Kibi Yitzchak Yikar L'Chazera, our relationship with Nei Esav, as it relates to having the Zayd Avram, that we don't have. We don't share the same Zayd Avram, but we do share the same Zayd Yitzchak. And if we share the same Zayd Yitzchak, that would explain why we're never referred to as brothers with Yishmol and the Torah, but we are referred to as brothers as it relates to Edom, not because of a common Yichas that we have with Avram, but because of a common Yichas that we have with Yitzchak.